We are grateful to God once again to be with you and to minister to you the word of God. Just as Osofu Penyin said, uh, situation beyond our imagination uh, has prevented our papa to be with us here. But I know for sure, come what may God willing, tomorrow he will be here. And as Ophosage Osajefo could not divide himself, and for that matter, Krobadusa was given the chance. So I've been asked as Timothy of Dr. Buofe to minister to you the word of God. Hallelujah. I'm trusting and believing that whatever God would have loved to use Dr. Buofe to do tonight, he will use Timothy Chazayakwa to do so. Hallelujah. Amen. Shall we pray? Wona wo frayen seyemra meye wajuma Wona wo frayen seyemra meye wajuma Wona wo frayen seyemra meye wajuma anaju yabu 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 Wuna wo freyen seyamra meye wajuma Wuna wo freyen odun fu seyamra meye wajuma Wuna wo freyen seyamra meye wajuma anaji abu yede abu Mira Yeshua, Mame Glory, Mira. Yesterday night, Papa was leading us through the various term- terminologies of deliverance. We learned something about escape. We learned something about rescue. We learned something about healing. We learned something about salvation. And we learned something that has to do with remission, pardon, and forgiveness. Hallelujah. Beloved in Christ, we were also taken through various groups of people or individuals who are in serious need of deliverance. We learned about people who are coming out of courts, people who are coming out of witchcraft, people who are accident prone, people who are found of falling sick without medication, people who are saddled with all kinds of amen, diseases, challenges, depression, and what have you. 
And by the grace of God, we prayed on all such. I am of the view that whatever be that burden upon your life has taken over by the Lord God Almighty. Tonight, we're moving on to talk on the theme, Breaking Demonic Captivity. Breaking Demonic Captivity. Beloved in Christ, when we talk about captivity, we are talking about an act of limiting the free movement of a person by being in an enclosed place or prison. An act of limiting the free movement of a person by being in an enclosed place or prison. There are other terminologies that we can use in place of the word captivity. Words like imprisonment, words like confinement, words like engulfment, words like limitation and advance an individual to move systematically to the glorious point is termed as an act of captivity. Beloved in Christ, in the agenda of God and in the plan of God, many of us have been given the mandate to run to where God has destined us to be. But significant number of us haven't gotten to where we intend to go because of this demonic captivity that we're talking about. Are you demonized? Are you possessed? Are you in captivity? Are you in imprisonment? Have you been barred or prevented or marred or, or barricaded from reaching where you intend to go? I have a good news for you. The Spirit of the Lord is here tonight to break every bounds and shackles, bonds and whatever to give you the freedom you deserve in Christ. Hallelujah. 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 It doesn't matter the length of the cord which is being used to put you in captivity. It doesn't matter the cord or whatever shackle which is being placed on you. What is important is that those who are in Christ have absolute, permanent, total freedom. Hallelujah. So the word of God says, if the Son of God should set you free, you are indeed free. And that is why we say, when the Spirit of God should set to free, you become a royal. Now, this year, more or less, you become a sovereign being. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters in Christ, the Hebrew word that brings out captivity in a very clear, clear meaning has to do with Gola. When a Hebrew man says Gola, he's talking about a state or a means, a process whereby an individual or group of individuals are being carried away into exile. Gola. A situation where someone's identity is changed. A moment whereby someone's location is changed. A situation whereby someone's place of comfort is changed. Gola. Beloved in Christ, another word that brings out the meaning captivity very clear has to do with shall be. And shall be means being taken away into Ezra through compulsory or force, through compulsion or force. In other words, 
in this act of captivity or in this part of captivity, it's not about just asking you, pleading with you to relocate, to change where you are, or to move to a new place. But in this instant of shall be, there is a kind of compulsion. There is a kind of, there is a kind of force that compels you vehemently to move from where you are to a new location. And as you go, you don't go with a mood of a sovereign type of person. You go because you are a slave. You are a prisoner of war. You've been captured. Something has forced you to be under a canopy of an entity unknown or known. Hallelujah. But tonight I have a good news for you. The Spirit of God will locate you. And the Spirit of God will set you free. And the power of God will make you royal. It doesn't matter the form of Shabi or Gola you find yourself in. So, Ojiwa, now why you are this shit? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. May any act of captivity in your life receive termination right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Beloved in the Lord Jesus Christ, when we're talking about shall be, we're talking about a state whereby a person is asked to move from where he belongs with force and this force has to do with a gun it has to do with a spear it has to be with the arrow it has to do with something that is so 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 frightening and for that matter you don't have an excuse to say give me a minute to move here to live here you are forced to live under compulsion captivity comes as a result of ritualistic tendencies People are sent into captivity because of ritualistic tendencies. You are in captivity not because you are not a Christian, but you are in captivity because some ritualistic tendencies have been performed against you. Hallelujah. Your name shall respond with tender. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters in Christ, some have gone into captivity as a result of altar projections. Some altars call them Boko, call them Sumai, call them Abosom. Call them ensure, kofo, wanamsa tumiyanoso achichiri nipebi fahudie atinaso. Yanzo chula samse ni awati usudi akukuma semno. Edi nyamana semdi ya tutua semno. Ede wode insembo, dede yenekwede mwa, ebe tunadiyeso. Oh, I like the guns for one reason. I said I like the guns of Ghana for one reason. It doesn't matter whether he's slow, small, slim, or whatever. He knows how to fight. And a typical guy can bully you with words. Well, 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Na wadru babine ntokwa ne kire wonso na wonhuru ni awanya. Wo ba wonsem gusu ye dede na wapa ne ntima kuwa guso. It's a means of defeating you psychologically. Have you forgotten Haiti powers? If you don't know, I'm talking about Bukumbangu. He will tell you what he cannot do, but you believe him. May the clapping of the saints, the prince, all bring the enemy and his cohorts down flat. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Beloved Lord Jesus Christ, there are some altars that are working against you. It may be a family altar. It may be a neighborhood altar. The altar wouldn't want you to progress. The altar wouldn't want you to move faster. So all kinds of things are done on the altar against people of God. But tonight, any altar that has your name on it shall be cracked into pieces. Beloved in Christ, people are going into captivity as a result of covenant. Be it a simple conscious covenant or complex unconscious covenant. If I talk about simple conscious covenant, I'm talking about a case whereby people based on mutual understanding sign a bond agreement through words or deeds. And for that matter, they are joined or knitted together for a reason best known to them. And because of that, many of us have gone into captivity. I pray that any covenant made consciously or unconsciously be terminated tonight. Some have also gone into captivity as a result of curses. Yesterday, Papa made us to understand about what is meant about curse. And to me, curse is a lid, a shade, a cover, a canopy, which is placed on an individual to restrain him or her from progressing systematically according to the plan of God. You didn't get that. I said a curse is a lid or a cover or a canopy or a shade which is being placed on an individual to restrain or resist him, resist him from progressing systematically to the point God has destined him to be. Hallelujah. So if we are talking about a kind of limitation, a kind of barrier, a kind of frustration, a kind of depression, anything that means or that means for your, your, your stagnation, for your delay, is term as what a curse. It may come through Worse, it may come through ritualistic tendencies, it may come through altar projection and what have you. But whatever the case is, curses can be graded into four. Curse number one has to do with self-imposed curse. These are negative, tender, negative wishes. These are negative utterances. These are things that we say or we wish for ourselves consciously or unconsciously. But because they carry power, they end up becoming a canopy over our progress. I can't do it. It is not meant for me. I am too feeble. After I'm a woman, who told you a woman? There was a woman in Bible called Deborah. She was a judge in Israel. Hello? After all, when men of Ghana joined women of the world during Beijing conference, they came back to say, what men can do? You didn't say you can also do it. You said you can do it what? Better. And I love that. In the days of Esther, there were Mordecai's. But it took divine intervention 
to use ordinary slave woman who has become a queen of the land to save a whole race. May you be the Esther of your days, in spite, despite how you see yourself. Hallelujah. And some are saying, me, I haven't been to school before. It is true. But tell me the classmate of Peter. And I will give you his certificates. Hello? But when the Lord Jesus Christ was about to leave the surface of the world, he gave the leadership to Peter, whom you call the unknown entity, a social outcast, and a rejected foe. It doesn't matter how you see yourself. Case number two has to do with cases from significant others. I'm talking about a case whereby a loved one in your life has whispered or wished something into your life. If you don't marry me, you will never marry. You leave this job and you become unemployed. If you don't live here, you will never live anywhere. Remember, his mouth no be that of God. Hallelujah. I don't know whatever an S lover has whispered into your life. And I don't know what your mom unconsciously said into your life. But I know one thing for sure. That is about what God has said. Not what is about what God has said. Not what the pastor said. It is about what God has said. Not what the auntie said. It is about what God has said. Not what I have said for my life. May every wish, every intention, every utterance of a man or a woman, born of a woman against your life, be nullified by the blood of Jesus. Case number three has to do with curses from the deities. The deities, we're talking about mystical causality. Mystical causality, we're talking about all the bonsamsem, the beisem, the muetiasem, the sumansem, everything bonne, bonne, is tagged what? Mystical causality. I can't bear you being gone. say. My sister, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going any wish or any activity from the camp of the demonic world be nullified tonight. Brothers and sisters, we're talking about the wrath of God as the fourth type of curse. The wrath of God. Brothers, time will not permit us to dwell more on how these people or people go into captivity. Shall we also run through with how people are put into captivity? Talking about the process. Process number one is called binding. Binding. 
Binding is a state or a situation where occultists or a babalao, a ritualistic person, a witch or a wizard has used a cord, a string or a silver cord to tie an effigy. And in course of tying the effigy, some wishes, some mantras, some occultic activities or uh, 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 um, wicked uh, utterances are made. And in as much as they are made and being backed by forces or powers, the sad unconscious victim is being tied or bound together. Hallelujah. It is done to frustrate you. I don't know. I don't know. Wherever your prayer shall cause an earthquake in that area. And that peg shall surely be loosened. Oh, shall surely be loosened. The second process is also called bonding. The first one is binding and the second one is bonding. Bonding is about an agreement. A bond is from the word bond. An agreement, and I've said be it conscious or unconscious agreement. Contemporary charismatic terms, you say apam. We term it as what? Binding, a kind of negative agreement that took place or that has taken place between an individual and someone who has demonic spirit or demonic powers. We pray tonight. That if your fathers made wrongful move by covenanting with powers and deities in a bond over your life, may that bond be removed. Amen. The second means by the third means by which people are sent into captivity has to do with pitting. Pitting. Those bomb bread, buffalo test, sweet bad, donuts, chips, sandwich, Coca-Cola, Avaro, Mota Guinness in Accra will never understand the word pitting. But those of us who were born, bread, buffalo, test, feed, bad, donuts, chips, sandwich, in the villages, we understand the word pit. That is where we do the shitocracy. Hello? And if someone envies you and wouldn't want you to do better in life, it's a matter of using something to represent you in a form, to represent you in a form of effigy. And the person will make a kind of incantation or mantras or negative wishes and just go to the bomba latrine or pit latrine, call it KVRP. After all the negative wishes, he only drops that thing into the pits. It means everything good about you is being drawn into the pits. Hello? There are some of us who are made beautifully by God. There are some of us who are gorgeously made. If I had everything about you is so majestic like that of the Queen Elizabeth or Prince Charles. But you are not sweet. You don't have the scent of God. People reject you. People despise you because you don't smell better. Go to the roots. It's not by a witch or a wizard, a barbarao or occultics who has dropped an effigy of this person into a pit. And from that day, everything about you begins to drop Begin, sorry, drop or sinks because you are down, down there. 
And what is funny and mysterious about it has to do with the fact that What's the ban of power with Jano Huguso? What's the ban of power with Jano Huguso? So such people who wake up in the morning without any work, but all feeble and they can't do anything, they'll be yawning and doing. So you see everything about them is junk lies. Why? Because we need idea. Are you here? Brothers and sisters in Christ, we are also talking about the fourth process called fencing. Fencing is a means by which an occultist will use sticks and string to fence an effigy. And in as much as an effigy is fenced in the spiritual realm, it means nothing good should come into where that effigy is. And physically, Nothing good, nothing better will come your way because things that are good about you are being fenced out. What did I say? What did Pempro? And in Hama, a child who was here. And in the Adipapa, be a bad number Pim Dino. Remember, unless no one, nothing good, not even the air, can penetrate to enter here. Why? Because it's being fenced. Some of us have had our lives being fenced. And for that very reason, our system of life is that of incrobacy. We are circumventing and we are always walking as if we don't know our way out. Life about us is so much run about. Because it's been fenced. Incrobacy. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter the, how God, the big giant, the fences with Christ, the walls of Jericho shall fall flat. The fifth means by which people go into captivity or the process is called pitching. Pitching is a situation whereby a priest of dwarf will make incantations on an effigy and just throw it into the air. Beloved in Christ, it doesn't matter the type of lens you'll be wearing at that time. So, Otusa effigy ni kosro, ana obi sika wadi ache obi, obi ntuma, obi amuasye, obi trinyeno, wanyatu kosro peno ye nyangkuma dia. That very thing will never fall. Why? Because the powers that resisted Daniel blessing will hold it up there. So, there are many of us that the Lord has blessed. Yet, their blessings are hanging. May that angel called Michael and his brothers begin to fight those demons and territorial powers to release your blessings unto you. Hallelujah. That northern means is called barren. B-A-R-R-I-N-G. Barren. Barring is a situation whereby a blockage, a barrier, something is placed person. And those of us who have traveled outside Accra before, when you get to the, uh, the exit of Accra, there is a regional barrier or capital barrier over there. The purpose of the barrier shall be learned very soon. Are you not bad? Is that not why you always hit somewhere and you don't have the penetration called breakthrough? I pray. That the aftermath of this prayer and deliverance convention will be your breakthrough. May every barrier before you be shattered by the power of God. 
Are you bad? It is simple. The babalao will just drop a white uh, calico. Or what in simple terms, or the best sound like it. Traditionally, those of us who live in the villages, they were growing over near friend chaskeling. Right? As soon as that chaskeling thing is thrown, someone would say, Malau. It means no one has a right to touch that muck tuntrua. Is it not Satan who has by you? I pray that any line that your fathers could not leap or jump over, you by the power of God will leap or jump over. Hallelujah. The seventh one is called pinning. Pinning is a case whereby or process or a situation whereby pins are being used on effigies against the wall. And it means the progress, the glory, the best of the person will never ever move beyond a point. It happened in the days of one government where a third person in command went beyond the river and consulted the Babalao. And the Babalao made a kind of effigy. Let me use the word effigy once again. And what the papa na, or in a dam for no air preno, what the baku picture the shame, and was so quiet, Fakot Chad and said, On for money down. And the man unconsciously did it without knowing that that position is being pinned against the wall. Until there was a radio announcement that Mr. Susu and So has been made the MD, the third being made MD over the second, after the retirement of the first one. And the man realized. Second, third person, MDP, and the picture now of the Abodano Hono, a fit of him. Hello? And it was a total mess administration. We are praying that wherever you've been pinned, the power of God will pull it down. Beloved in Christ, the next one is called Cajun. And as soon as we sat down, the Lord gave me three pictures. There are four women here. God has created you very beautifully and supersonic way. But you've become a puppet in the hands of men. Men have been tossing you up and down. To you is a disappointment, but it's beyond that. The picture the Lord gave has to do with the fact that we're being put in the cage. And bears were picking and eating from the cage. And the bears represent men who are feeding on you without making good use of you. I pray. That whoever, whatever put anybody in a cage will suffer that. Hallelujah. You also have hedging. A case whereby some materials have been put over an effigy, an image, just to prevent the person from moving further. The fence is to prevent others from coming to you. And the caging or the hedging is to prevent you from moving further. Have you got the difference here? The tenth one has to do with drowning. Drowning is simple. Those of you closer to the sea. If someone disagrees with you and it happens to have something to represent you, it's a matter of throwing into the sea, throwing into a river, throwing into a lake, throwing into a body of water. And by so doing, whatever you're competing with the person is dropped down there. But we pray. Go around to search and bring to you your glory, your best, and whatever belongs to you. We had a crusade around Aguna Kwenyakon. There is a village called Mankron. Mankron is a community with the nine tributaries of River Yinsu. And there was this boy, Oseidu, who was at that time 
Oga in that community. And this beautiful secondary school lady has come home. All the men in the community proposed to the lady and they were made nothing. And they said this to the French, before this lady leaves, I will not just have an affair with her, but I will impregnate her. Osedu went to a malam around Mipom, close by village, and consulted the malam. And the malam them some concussion and asked him to go and kill a gamma lizard, the one with the red head, and put the concussion on that gamma lizard's head, and look for a place where this lady will urinate, and just to drop the head of the gamma lizard with a concussion over there, and that will be a seal. The guy did that, and three days later. This lady walked to the brother. I'm sorry that you proposed to me some few weeks ago and I didn't accept the proposal. I give myself to you. Hello? Truly, truly, before the vacation ended, this lady was pregnant and never continued her education. The first one came, the second one came, the third one came, and the guy was fed up with the lady. We had then gone there to make a crusade. A branch and the said, Papa, I was in Jamie. I was in the woman who was in the house. I was in the house. I was in the house. But the long and short of the story is that the guy revealed to us the process by which or through which the lady became a wife. And at the end of it all, we prayed and the Spirit of the Lord asked us to go to where that ten, ritual thing was buried. We went to the river and we could not locate exactly where the guy dropped the padlock and the gamma lizard's head. But the Spirit of God, who sees beyond the ordinary, revealed that we should count one, two, three, the third one, we should make who see the bank grant for the camera. I will say barricade. Who see the bank? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Right? It's a means of preventing the water to flow. And exactly where we did that, we located that padlock which has been deposited there for over seven years. And the keys was in the padlock. We opened the padlock and the next day the lady said, My fear. What happened? It doesn't matter whether he's a sofu or not a sofu. Is that how we love? Brothers and sisters in Christ. Many of us are not seeing top. We are not getting to the ultimate. Because what must belong to us is being dropped into rivers, into seas, into bodies of waters, occultically, spiritually, demonically, physically. But I don't know wherever yours is hidden. I only know one thing for sure. That the one who sent the, the, the apostles to go to the water and to fetch the fish and to get money from the fish is more than able to do say unto you. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters in Christ, the purpose of demonic captivity is that 10 days, and I'll run through. The purpose of demonic captivity. All what I'm saying is just done for 10 different days. D number one, for your delay. D number two, for your diversion. D number three, for your doubts. D number four, for your discouragement. D number five, for your defeat. D number six, for your disappointment. Destruction. D number eight, for your distress. D number nine for your damned. D number ten for death. 
Am I running too fast? Good. I go over. D number one, delay. The purpose of the captivity is for your delay. Number two, for your diversion so that everything around you shall be diverted. Number three is to cause doubt. Doubt about the originality of God. Some of us are full of doubt. But remember, Uncle Paul said, you, we will never receive anything significant from God with doubted mind. And we doubt even our very existence. We even doubt the power of God because things seem to be delayed, things seem to be diverted. But sister, never ever live in www.doubtconfusion.com. No. Wherever the Spirit of God is, there is absolute liberty. Are you discouraged? Because of things that are not moving to your expectation, may the Spirit of God set you free. Defeats. Your D is for defeats. Everything about you has to do with failure. You've never chopped success in your life. Victory is not in your vocabulary, but the equation is going to change. Oh, I said, with the end of that demonic captivity, the defeat shall turn to victory. Disappointment. We are disappointed in every endeavor of our lives. But remember, God is able to take every disappointment and replace it with an appointment. The destruction. Remember John 10, 10 a. The devil cometh not, but to still kill and destroy. Brothers, it's meant for your distress. Apart from the fact that you are being discouraged, you are also distressed. Sister, it's meant for you being damned. There are many of us who have been used severally, but we've never received anything significant in the form of wages. Yesterday I told you my surname is Ayakwa. And Ayakwa means Obi Odi Ayakwa. When we say Obi Ayakwa, what we are trying to say is an apprentice who works without a salary or wages. In other words, you work very well but you will never ever enjoy the fruit of your labor. And it is true. The very man who gave birth to me toyed and toyed as a king, as a chief in one of the Ashanti communities. At a point in time, out of frustration, he became a politician. Right? And in one of the elections, my father declared that if one of the candidates would not win, the father he was Ashanti doesn't mean he belonged to the Ashanti party. And when the election results were coming out, in fact, the party he predicted to win, not him. So the youth of the community went to the palace and chased him out of the palace. It was the grace of God that the party he supported won finally. So when they were selecting people to be members of Council of State, my late father was selected. Two weeks to the time, that the council of state to be, was to be put in place, my father died. Ayakwa. Are you here? His younger brother also sold everything he had and followed a political party. Right? He and his elder brother were not in one party. When that party came to power, the then president said he was going to make him a district chief executive of our community. Between the castle and GBC, the name disappeared. Hello? Ayakwa. 
Hello? I said what? I acquire. Work and work and work minus resource. And when the Lord revealed the meaning of my name to me, after 10 days dry fasting, and I got to know, hey, and you know me, Papa, one more, bra, 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 and then one more, we, there be. Me just I acquire, hey, Tofia, kwa. Me just I acquire, Tofia, kwa. Me, you were, Mama, and went here. I don't want that name to have a bearing or consequence of me. Hallelujah. Thank God I'm working with a senior pastor who eats and gives me something to eat. Can this other crumb who's a miniature was Amen. That one, don't tell the wife. Oh. I believe you don't know the wife. So you don't tell the wife. Amen. Give a hand to God. Brothers and sisters in Christ. Talking about demonic captivity, people who are in the captivity have had their souls also in captivity. And talking about the souls whose souls are in captivity have had their memories being caged. Not general, such a person cannot reason and reason and right. Not Jenny, because the soul is in captivity, the mind of the soul is equally in captivity. And people who are victims of this said captivity have no ability to record things learned or read. In the same way, people who are in captivity have had their perception also in captivity. And people whose, capti- whose perception are in captivity also are not able to interpret things for themselves. Number one, they cannot recall what they have learned. Number two, they can also interpret in it anything for themselves. So they are always happy butterfly. They will follow things without making pragmatic analysis of whatever is taking place. Brothers and sisters in Christ, people in captivity have also had their imagination box being caged. So they cannot imagine for them. They cannot think beyond the box. Thinking is always within a circumference or a radius of a circle. Beloved in Christ, people in captivity have had their evolution. Talking about evolution, I'm talking about people who cannot decide for themselves. They are always following people without becoming leaders. People in captivity also do not have curiosity. And because their curious aspect of the mind is also being caged or in captivity, they cannot really explore, they cannot inquire, they cannot also do anything of investigation for themselves. They accept anything as whole without question. People in captivity who have had their souls being caged cannot also reason and write. And because they cannot reason and write, they don't have life agenda. Brothers and sisters in Christ, people in captivity have also had their emotions being caged as well. And because their emotions are being caged, they don't have affection for themselves. Because they don't have affection for themselves, they don't have affection for others. They may step on your feet and you dare not say a G. Hello? They are wicked, they are barbaric, they are unassuming, and they do things that will really cause pain in the life of others. Can you imagine that a 45, 50 year old man can go to the stand of raping a 6 year old child? That person is in captivity. And he has no feeling or affection or sentiment for others. It doesn't matter how painful you see the thing. He will be smiling 
Because the pain of others give him or her joy. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters in Christ, talking about the body of those who are in captivity, we are talking about people whose body have no reception. People in captivity have no better reception. They are not able to receive things for themselves. You may be giving him signs and gestures and indicators or indication as what is to come. And because they cannot receive anything, they are also not expressive. You are here, my sister, crying on God, disturbing the bishop, bishop, head pastor. Pray for me. You'll be making all kinds of noise in the years of God. Meanwhile, you don't even know how to walk. A man of Ghana believe in women who know how to walk. People who walk majestically on the street of Ghana. They believe in people who are full of puntus and puntus. Right? There is no style in your walking. And you want to be married. No. Hello? What are you doing? Why? Because he or she is in captivity. There is someone who is seated in his or her life who determines what must be done at a particular point in time. But tonight, I want to declare that whoever, whatever has made himself a king over your life and for that matter has made you a captive, may the power of God handle it. The aiming is small for me. I said the aiming is small for me. Brothers and sisters, talking about types of captivity, we're not going into Bible. I will end very soon so that we use the rest of the time to study. We want to talk about types of captivity. Captivity number one is called Assyrian type of captivity. And it's Assyrian type of captivity and at the same time, mass or collective captivity. Talking about mass or collective, I'm talking about a situation whereby Something that affects one person affects almost everybody in a family, in a race, in a church, or in a community. Are you here? Are we here? When we read Genesis chapter 2 verse 14. And the name of the third river is called Hedekel. But it goeth towards the east of Assyria and the fourth river of Ephraim. Brothers in Christ, Isaiah chapter 10 verse 5 to 19 talks about the great kingdom called Assyria. The Assyrians are a group of bodies of communities that come together to form this group. Typical example would be the gas. Among the gas, they say they are all called gas. But we have the Osus, we have the Labadis, we have the Teshis, we have the, uh, what are the names? The Jamestowns and whatever. They all come together to form what? The gas. In the same way, when we talk about Assyria as a body, we're talking about them together to form the Assyria Empire or the Assyria Kingdom. And the Assyrians are of this uh, view that they don't give little, little things chance. Anytime the Assyrians will have a war with any community and they are able to defeat them, they will kill all the strong men and all the strong women in the society. And the feeble, the neglected, and the social outcasts, they will gather them and send them to a place. They will relocate them. 
And there are two conditions that Assyrians will give to that vassal state or that conquered state. That from henceforth, or from to now, or from today onwards, you will be our subjects, number one. Number two, you will pay tributes and royalties unto us. Meanwhile, no member of the royal clan is allowed to be king over the relocated community. Are we here? You're from the kingdom of Equiapian. And we are the kingdom of Assyria. And then you are from the Assyria of Equiapian. We are from the kingdom of Assyria. We are the kingdom of Nempenyimfo atitru abrania katechie ni onyamfo e ma papa ho denfo no wode nkrante betwtwa wo nyina ati I'm bringing you home wo wiya sadistic the populistic the kosankobis people who don't matter will be gathered together and will be sent to a new place and when they are sent there they will pick one of them to be their leader their king and because that person wasn't originally a member of the royal clan, he will be asked to do everything that he will be commanded to do. Hello? And you know what? You can't do anything you can't do anything to be free of charge. Hello? Now, Papa, I don't know what you can do. You can't do anything to be a member of the royal clan. Who do you want to hear? Hello? And it happened in the days of the then king ancestors the 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 first of a Kwamu traditional area. The Kwamus were living at that now the then Yenuasi now Fotobi between Fotobri and Nsawam. As the story says or history says Nanancestreku the first was a treacherous, barbaric, wicked. One who picks from where he's never sworn. And any time the Kuyapims have farmed, Tuntuma tuntumu se yuo. Atia atia donko. Oboronsu obolo bapa. Hello? Ni ya sang online duwe jina ho. Nenye nuwa se mranti eno. Achi uomu tuotia abofreno. Se utimi tutu ono. Negu obano pokuya mfinfin se ya. Echa se you can be a great shooter. That is when and where you be selected to be one of the warriors. So before one person of nye nuwa se. Will be taxed to be a warrior. Maybe you come back and so. And don't come and go. So we have been fooling. Aye, it is your mama ba. So I'm going to worry about my. I'm going to worry about the money. 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 I'm talking about captivity in our essence. And don't come. We call Nedu Chroma. Baby, Nedu Chrome. Taxi rank and one. Now, Betty, be sure your friend is bedroom. Abako sema ya chile chile se. Zabe domine se. Obiye eni hon kwa yin se wedi be domine biye. Jise na nanyye nuwa se hene. Ansasa se reku de fest. E suman mranti ye mwomufri nye nuwa se. E be du krombe nuwa benon. Nwomu be nuwa mwomye wenye se. Ye fama wo jina wangon so. 
kwa kwa koko nyani mpoku yetu yetu ya ho ye de na be gina ho number 1 mama mbinga ho ni abobo mano na ni omo ye ni se wo wura wo ni wa ko gina bedom na se na wonu abeno ne frisro ba na baba wa ne de won poku ya je abeno e to fempe na nani e yemsuo hello 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 anunti wahina baba ko obedie ni nka na ge beka za titanos titanos keke e wo wo mu abeboni tuetua ho ne bia wu i'm talking about a means by which satan is killing innocent young and women in our society and believers look unconcerned because we are rebellious. It is about mass captivity. If it is about sakawa, it is something that affects all the young men in society. If it is about weed smoking, it is something that affects all the young men in our community. If it is about drunkenness, it affects all the young men and young women in our society. And people look unconcerned because the man can't home. Hello? But one day, the people of Israel said, enough of this rubbish. Enough of this nonsense. Enough of this inquisition. Let us arise. And they arose and fought the Assyrians and defeated them. Hallelujah. I want you to have a background check of your family. Is everything alright? It's not about marriage that affects almost everybody. Before you can be taken to altar, you must give birth thrice or four times. Before your husband unwillingly will go and perform the customary rites. All the young, handsome, energetic men sarcastic. Uncle, you don't understand the word sarcastic. Drunkards. That can't say, Obia or no Monsato Muntintam, your friend Sajam. So at the university I attended, Christian University, such people attend sarcastic beings. Are the young men in that family? Not a plastic in nature. A plastic in the sense that a papu is a dwarf like he goat. He doesn't know the size of the mom or dad. Everywhere. Are we here? Are these people not in captivity? We're going to pray. That anything that affects our father's land. Anything that affects our mother's house. Shall be stopped. Tonight, to the glory of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, it Assyrian captivity is mass captivity because it affects almost every member. If it's about lying, all the men and the women in the family do lie. I mean, one thing of a person affects almost the other. Uh, one thing I said, may the Lord reveal to you the state of what is going on in your family. Brothers and sisters in Christ, the next type of captivity is called Babylonian captivity. For the first one, we can have Isaiah chapter 14, verse 25. We can also have Ezekiel chapter 31, verse 3 to 17. We can also have Zephaniah chapter 2, verse 13. Time will not permit us to go through all that. But the second type of captivity is called Babylonian captivity. Babylonian captivity. Babylonian captivity is selective captivity. It is selective and inductive in nature. Why are we saying it's selective? It's selective because demons 
the altars, the territorial powers, will look for people who are best in society, the cream of the family, and destroy them. Hello? He can be a professor, but there's nothing about him that really shows he's a professor. He is even a pastor like Jazayakwa. But everything about him is so elastic for people like him. Are we here? He can be a lawyer. But he will never win case in the law court of Ghana. Are we here? So the best go to the street of Accra or Kenshi and you interview some of the uh, uh, Kayayos over there. Many of them were the good students in their days. But something has pushed them from the classroom to the streets. And they are doing all kinds of evil things. All because in captivity. Are we here? The Babylonians who attack a community and before they leave, they will burn the community to ashes. And they will select the best men and women of that society. These are the people they will select into their kingdom. Number one, the royals. Number two, the strong or the soldiers. Number three, the artisans. Number four, the brilliant and well-informed people. Number five, the skills in that community. Number six, the well-to-do. Number seven, the favorite. And number nine or eight, you. Why you? You because the devil knows your content. He knows what you are capable of doing. He knows what God can do through you. So when, when we take time to read Daniel chapter 1 verse 1 to the last verse of chapter 1, it talks about the Babylonian captives. Call them Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, and Daniel. Hello? They were people who really matter. When we read Daniel chapter 5 verse 12, the Bible says that the man Daniel, the king named Beteshazzar, was full of excellent spirit. He was knowledgeable. He was full of insight. He was full of wisdom. He was full of acute understanding. He was full of special ability to resolve riddles. And above all, he was full of special ability to interpret dreams. Sixteenth. The seventh one is found in Daniel chapter 6 verse 3. That the man Daniel had a kind of leadership skills that no one in the land of Babel had ever had. Brothers and sisters in Christ, yes, he was a captive. Are we here? あぼフレナンコアニマディアパーノエノワセイ。ワミンカマセンビ。エビアミディベジナスネディアペソネ。ダビミネアンティフォシティクワイ。デコユエスヨコレプセンティミボスウェンティミアンコセニエネヤベ
Nipa ya bodama bontima go Kepkos University. Ami ya de na ba ha wo so more than me. say papa doctor, me si abofra no. Fa ne ma me ma me 3 days. Me sa na be kire wo. Na se bo ni nyina hwe me omtimu nza ko e wona na wo pass no difference. Me wo pass ni bo me ni mpa na osu wo se wo fa. Fa me ko. I don't belong here and you don't belong here. Kwesi wa no wi wo se han. Ma busu am unum wi pa bo wadam. Ke u pefia beye wo mpa ye mi fie. Na mo kwan yo mo de ofa so benya ye wi. Unya de wi kan wa no pa wo bodam. Hello. Kwesi wa no wi wo se wo fa han am se mo as doctor Nye na me hwe me wo fa senaka mo fa na mame. Itan de she mi tiko ka no. Ma mo man sense an kata an kra. Na me de kwa kwa point. 3 days. Yeswe 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 abofanda kwa oda wo fa. Ah, why am I here? Me kai se na me nkrofo bi wo park so na ye se ye num bibi. Me me hunu bibi e na zo hunu wie next time be fast. Wo fra ba ifo se fie wo so ko num wi. Ah, ya se ya se atentre ho tu ya to amon kan tre bro ni ma won ti ase. You don't jump over fire. Are we here? Are we here? If you have a cotton, I will not say it in English. Oh, mama, we say my Jesus. We say my Jesus. We say never ever bring anyone to us here. We say we say one to us here. Ah, we say one to us here. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Me want to ask you, or your branch manager, that was one of the banks in Accra here. Or your bank manager. What when you are going somewhere? So talking about selective Babylonian captivity, the best is always selected for destruction. The best is always selected for delay. The best is always selected for disappointment. I mean, because your content is well packed and well, 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 good things. The enemy noticed you the very day you were born. There is a sister here. The very day you were born, your mother died. And it was your father's sister who took care of you. You've been having dreams upon dreams and in all your dreams, this said auntie sleeps with you. He turns into a man and sleeps with you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And it happens anytime you are into serious relationship. As soon as you have that dream, the man will disappear. There is an answer for you. Tonight is going to be the night to an end of that nonsense. Oh, Papa, you will bless that marriage very soon. Brothers and sisters in Christ, in Babylonian captivity, every intelligent member of the family will leave and will never come back. Every intelligent member of the, the family will leave and will never come back. Whatever they do outside their community, prospers. But they never do well in their own community. They do not bring any inheritance home. The Babylonian captives will never bring any inheritance home. And the Babylonian captives are full of complacency. There is always a monitoring demon that monitors Babylonian captives. Because when you talk about Babylon, we're talking about Bosomism. So there is always a demon. Yesterday we prayed about totems. There are some demons that make sure that whatever you intend to do, you will never be able to do it. The Babylonian captives will remember home. But they will never come home. And they always feel bad because they are depressed. 
The Babylonian captives are always dispersed. They have the urge of doing something home, but a catastrophe will befall them. In other words, anytime they try to do something, there will be a They are used to build people's empire, but not their own empires. Beloved in the Lord Jesus Christ, time will not permit us to run through the next, we have our six captivities from biblical perspective that have been equated to that of our modern day captivity. But time will not permit us to run through that. Uh, God willing, tomorrow my boss will come and continue from there. But before we end, let us run through a short means of coming out of this demonic captivity. You can only know that you are in captivity based on your dream state. Your dream state. God, out of his infinite mercies, will reveal to you the state of your life that is in captivity. Sometimes we dream and we don't understand. Why? Because there are five levels of dream. Dream number one is called natural dream. It is natural dream because we always translate our, or we translate our desires into a dream state. I wish to go to Germany. And I see myself in Germany in dreams. Because that is my passion, that is my desire. Is that okay? It is called a natural dream. Dream number two is called artificial dream. Artificial dream is the type of dream we have when we are overfed or we are suffering from hay fever. In such dreams, you will see mosquitoes with AK-47 chasing a man or a believer and the person will be running heter-scatter. In such dreams, a cockroach called VW will be in groves and be boxing a woman or a man of God. That is artificial dreams. The soul is affected. And because the soul is not happy, the soul is not active, anything at all can happen to it. Brothers and sisters in Christ, the third one is called demonic dreams. Demonic dreams are projections. Demonic dreams are projections from the fetish world. Demonic dreams are projections from the Babalawo world. Anything to affect you in your spiritual state. And remember, 90% of the things that do happen in the physical realm have already taken place in the spiritual realm. In other words, it is about the spiritual realm that determines what happens in the physical realm. Are we here? Brothers and sisters in Christ, we saw a medical doctor who was shot in a dream. And the following day, he woke up to see bullet wounds. The same doctor was taken to his friends at Kolobutichin hospitals to remove the bullets from the skin. And that was when the man gave his life to Christ. Hello? He was shot by a colleague that he was competing with over a position at Kolobutichin hospital. There's a rest story. Every typical SU brother here knows what I'm talking about. But because Christ lives, our brother face tomorrow. Hallelujah. The fourth type of dream is called divine or revelational dream. There's difference between the two, but I'll combine them to have the fourth one and I'm done. It is a revelational dream or is a divine dream or because God, according to Genesis chapter 37, reveals what is hidden, what is rare, and what is to come unto humanity. Are we here? Jeremiah 3.3.3 3, 3 says, call on me 
and I reveal unto you the most hidden things that your forefathers were not privileged to have sight of them. Brothers and sisters in Christ, God will reveal to you an area of your life that seems to be junkalized, that seems to be so bad, that seems to be captivity. And when it does happen, you only have to wake up in the morning and begin to pray. Colleagues, prophets are sharing this view, which I beg to differ. That when you dream and you see yourself eating in the dream, chewing meat or things of that sort in the dream, it means you are, you are a witch. To some extent, yes, but to greater extent, no. If you are a believer and you are a highly prayerful person and a favored man of God, the only means by which Satan can bring you to the zero point to really box you here and there is to feed you in the spiritual realm. So he will give you chicolatos, rice, and kitchen. And you'll be happy to eat. And the following day, you are so weak, you don't even know how to pray. It means he is gradually bringing you to the zero point. He cannot attack you based on your spiritual stand. So he will use all means to bring you to the zero point before he attacks you. Are we here? In the same way, Satan can bring you to the zero point to box you by having uh, incubus and suncubus projection into your lives. I'm talking about female demons who are projected into the camp of Christians to affair with them. Some will say it's a sexual, uh, spiritual marriage. No, it is not always the case. But it's a projection from a realm just to weaken you. In as much as you have sex with these demons in the dream, you wake up so weak and you are not active. If you are not careful, you wouldn't be able to pray. And even when you pray, you wouldn't be able to say any to your prayer. And gradually, gradually, you are drawn to the zero point and they box you left and right. In as much as these things are there, let us also learn how to commit our ways unto God. And to commit our ways unto God and cry unto God. Just as some three says, God will deliver us. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters in Christ, May the Lord deliver you from every captivity you find yourself and set you free so that you can do whatever he has purposed you to do. Psalm 138 verse 8 says, I am my God and your God and our God shall perfect everything that concerns us. Amen.